0: get ready for a totally unprompted and unscripted conversation with a few of my clients. And I've pulled aside a few of them and let me tell you, they are an absolute riot and I can't wait to bring them all together for you guys to listen. So this conversation is really for those of you that are curious to know what other people are saying, right, what the experience is like. And I will say none of these girls were prompted or scripted or any of that, Uh, but I wanted to find a few of my clients that were very successful inside of FCA with various different backgrounds that I know you can relate to, that have also built solid six-figure bases, and are now in the Path to 4% Mastermind. So we're gonna go over how they started, their real raw opinions of Fitness Coach Academy, what they liked, what they want more of, things like that, and really just opening up to give you a good glimpse of what is inside. Hey y'all, I'm Taylor DeHaze, a seven-figure business consultant and strategist for online fitness coaches wanting to build life-changing companies. Real talk, I wasn't an overnight success, and that would make for a pretty boring story. I was fired from my TV reporting career of a decade with just $825 to my name. In just two years, I built a seven-figure coaching business. Now I'm sharing my proven strategies with you. Oh, and we'll keep it real, discussing mindset, money, and hardship to help you build the life of your dreams. So grab a cup of coffee and get cozy. Welcome to the Taylor Hayes podcast. I'm so glad you're here. So I am excited to have this conversation with all of you ladies, and I wish you could see all the faces, um, but I decided that creating a reel would just be very impossible and to make it look pretty. But what I'm excited to dive into is I get a ton of questions about FCA in general, but more importantly, how a certain lifestyle can fit into the business, right? And and vice versa, whether it's managing a family, managing a full-time job, like whatever it happens to be. And so in this podcast, you're going to hear from various backgrounds and I don't know why the men weren't able to join it, but I have to just put a disclaimer, like there are men that I work with. So I do get that question from time to time. Do you work with men? I'm like, do I give the impression that I don't work with men because I need to change something if that's the vibe? Um, But- I would like for each of you guys to kind of just share your journey and maybe kind of what your sticking points were. And we'll get into the nitty gritty of, you know, challenges and obstacles, but just a good overview of either where you were monetarily, mentally, uh, family planning, whatever. So I'm going to start with Haley, if you kind of want to give me your journey um, in the four month time frame.
1: So through FCA specifically?
0: Yeah. And just where you were, because I remember you specifically saying like, I'd been trying for three years and you'd had other coaches. Right. And we will dive into like the experience with other coaches. So I don't I don't want to compare just yet. But yeah, like you investing in FCA was like a last ditch effort
1: for you. Literally. Yeah. I remember I talked to Mike on the sales call after we talked in the DMs for a long time. And I even was like, no, Mike, sorry, can't do it. I can't, I can't commit again. Um, But then I talked to you a little bit more and I decided to send it literally just send it and see what happens. Like I felt connected to you through the DMs. And so I was like, you know what? I trust her. Like, let's do it. And literally made my money back in 45 days. So it was a really cool growth. I had been trying for literal years through so many coaches. um, And just through the organization and the accountability and the support through FCA, I made more progress in 45 days than I did in three years. So that was my journey. (laughs)
0: And, you know, looking back <clears throat> after going through that process, right? Like what was the moment? And maybe it's been recent or maybe it hasn't hit you yet, but have you looked back and thought like, okay, I, I did that. Like, has it hit you that like, we're talking about three years to 45 days, right? Like that's a long time to try and not get results.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I literally just talked to you about this in my check-in. Um, I like almost kind of have this like thought sometimes where I'm like that was a fluke like clearly that was an accident because three years to 45 days like that doesn't happen I mean i had been like banging my head against a wall for three years trying to figure this shit out um and in 45 days and then now it's like that clearly was an accident even though I've grown even more since then like my roster has tripled it's it's insane to me to kind of like realize it and I still like look at it and I'm like what happened <laughs> like what have we done what have we done
0: Katie I'm gonna call on you next because you were in the middle I forget where you were post baby and your first baby and you just were like I'm diving in and you had also had previous coaching experiences so like tell me where you were with um your business and kind of how that's developed
2: yeah I think my son was six weeks old when I signed on. Um, I had my business for two years and could hit like 5k months but just never got beyond that Um, and then had no strategy going into that birth and postpartum period. I signed like pre-signed seven clients coming back from having a baby Um, and you can't run a business with only seven clients but like through FCA I got up to 23 so it's kind of like Haley said roster tripled um I knew having that baby that was really like sink or swim I wanted to be I'm his primary caregiver I want to be at home with him and run a business and I did not have literally any strategy or support or anything to make that happen um so that's what I was looking for going into it and I definitely got all of that and more Nice. And we will dive into the
0: challenge that is being a new mom and running a business. Um, For sure. I do want to dive into that because like I said, I talk to new moms every single day um, that are literally just so afraid to like neglect their family. Right. And so we'll go into that. And I know that's something that you're still navigating today. Like that's always going to be in your mind. I think every mom, again, not speaking from experience, of course, but I think every mom is always like, okay, how can I do all of this without neglecting any of this? And I, I know that's going to be something forever because you you want to be like the best mom, the best wife, the best business owner, the best coach. And so we'll talk about wearing those hats. Uh, Marley, give me, give me your story because you were working a full-time job and trying to do all of this. And you also have been trying for a very long time. Yeah.
3: So at the point where I got on the call with Mike and discussed FCA, I had been coaching for about two and a half, almost three years. And I remember I was like, what am I doing? Like, maybe I should just throw in the towel. Why am I going to sign up for a program when I'm obviously not doing a great job? You know, because I feel like my monthly revenue was just all over the place. It wasn't really consistent. And I didn't sign up immediately when getting off the phone. And then within a day, I said, what am I doing? Like, there's not going to be a right time. I literally was like, there's not going to be a right time. My clients say there's like do stuff depending on like the perfect time. And I was like, I'm doing that shit right now. And I need to not. So I was, I texted Mike and I said, Hey, let's do this. And I signed up and within a couple months, I definitely had a very consistent revenue. And then after several months, I was able to quit my job. And now I am full-time coaching, which is amazing because for three years I had been doing both and I didn't really see a path of being able to quit my other job because my revenue wasn't where it could be. So it gave me that push and that kick that I needed to know that I can get there. I just needed the support to actually get there.
0: And you were able to I feel like living in Denver was a dream for you for a while. And you've been able to move across the country with your partner. And I know that's been really rewarding for you. Um, and it's awesome that you have that support. Um, you know, what made you, what made you say yes, one more time to your business?
3: I realized that in the past, just because I had certain experiences with coaches, I shouldn't take that into my next coaching experience. And I think, even though the experiences I had in the past didn't get me to where I wanted to be, I realized that it helped me understand what I needed and what I didn't need in a coach. So then I could be able to vet you differently when I'm looking for someone to help me with my business. So I really think it helped me understand that you were the coach that I needed instead of just being a coach. Sure. Sure. Um, Kayla,
0: I always laugh because this is our first call (laughs) right now, literally right now, right now is our first call. Hello. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Kayla was the infamous person that I, if you guys have seen my content, right. Or any of you on this call Kayla is the infamous person that I DM'd like five times over a six month frame and just like kept annoying her until she was like, Hey, I'm looking at your mastermind. I'm like, Hey, I don't think you're ready for that. And so anyway, I wanted to ask you because you all, I mean, okay, quickly, just like a quick yes or no, not all at once, but well, actually maybe that could be funny. How many of you get DMs from business coaches on the reg? Oh yeah, all yeah. The <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. Like we all get them. Um, I get a lot from like VAs, which is weird. Hey, do you need someone in your business? No, please leave me alone. Um, But, you know, Kayla, I'm sure that I just came off as like probably another coach DMing you. Right. Because we had never talked. So I don't even take that to offense. Like it's it's the reality of the game we play. Right. So, whenever we started talking, I think it was because you happened to know somebody that was in my program. And so that was kind of like, wait a second, maybe she's not some weirdo on the internet trying to steal my money or scam me. Um, but you didn't even get on a sales call. And that was like, and you were working with a coach. And I think that was within like a two week period that you were like paying full in the DMs. So, can you walk me through? We'll get to your progress in a second, but I, I want you to take me through like how you felt the trust in such a short time frame and why you felt confident investing.
4: Yeah. So I mean, you literally did DM me like five times and I think I deleted the messages like every single time. I was like, get out of here. Like I don't want this.
0: <laughs> like this is annoying, whatever. Um, but they were really um, good messages, honestly. Like you should they were like opening liners, you know? <laughs>
4: They definitely were. Um, But again, like, like you said, like it just, you know, I was like, oh, another, another coach DMing me, like, I get like 10 of these a day, you know, whatever. Um, But what really shifted for me, you know, and like you said, I was in another coaching container. And when I was messaging you, when I actually first messaged you back, it was the coaching container that I was in seemed really great. And, you know, I was making a little bit of progress there, but I realized that, you know, I like to run my business a little bit differently than, you know, what I was learning in there. And I, you know, we'll, we'll talk about the differences in a minute, but, you know, and then I found out that Olivia was in FCA and she was talking about you. And I was like, you know, what, maybe I should actually message her back. <laughs> so I finally messaged you back and told you that I was looking at the mastermind and you know, just the trust that was built in the DMS, just from you, it really felt like you had such an interest in what I was actually doing right now. Cause I know that you actually do. And I would never felt like that from another business coach, like you were automatically, you know, sending me resources and helping me out in the DMS without even me getting on a call or paying you, <laughs> you were already giving me advice. Um, and from implementing those things, I had already seen kind of like an uptick. And so I was like, you know what, forgo the sales call, fuck it. Like, <laughs> I'm all in because like, for you to automatically just like give me so much resources and, you know, so much support in the DMs, I was like, she's, she's a real deal. Like, whatever. I don't need the sales call. I'm all in. Um, and it definitely helped that, you know, Olivia was in FCA too. And so I could like ask her questions. <laughs>
0: Sure. Yeah. And I, that happens, you know, frequently where somebody will know somebody and, you know, Katie, I think you were the same way knowing, um, two of my clients. Right. So, um, my question for you, because you're still, you're, you're close to done in your time with FCA, you're not completely done, but I want to talk about your progress within eight weeks, because you were kind of relying on pay in fulls with a very low MRR. And that is a big red flag to me with people like yourself that say, I want to join 4%. Like I've had an 8K month and I'm like, yeah, but your recurring revenue is like a thousand dollars. Right. And and there's a little bit higher than that, but, um, talk to me a little bit about where your income was at, um, or, or whatever you want to, whatever you're comfortable with and just where that grew within like a, you know, halfway through FCA. Yeah. I
4: mean, um I'm, I'll tell you guys exactly what it was at. <laughs> it was, I was at like $2,500 monthly recurring revenue, but I was making like, you know, anywhere from like six to 10 K a month with painfuls. And so I had actually like just quit my job too, because I was like, Oh, I'm getting like 6K months, I'm getting 10K months with these painfuls. Like, I'm gonna quit my job because I freaking hate it there. And so I had put in my notice I'd quit my job like maybe a month before like we started talking. And I very quickly realized that I might have made the biggest mistake of my life because in that time frame with that other coaching container that I was in, I wasn't signing these big painfuls anymore. Like I was selling like very, very low ticket offers. And it was just not financially stable for me. So within FCA, within the first eight weeks, I think it was maybe like four and a half to 5k monthly recurring revenue increase within the first two months. So just last month, in October, I made the second highest month that I've ever made in my business. And it was all from monthly recurring revenue, zero painfuls And so that for me is like, holy shit. <laughs> like we're actually doing something here.
0: Yeah, yeah for sure. I'm going to dive into the, the differences, right? Because that's what everyone wants to hear about. Everyone is so curious about like, why is this different? Whatever. And of course, this goes without saying, but we're not going to, of course, mention names or titles of coaching containers. But I do want to hear your experiences. And, and I don't even anticipate this being like a bash type of a thing. It's more of like, there are so many programs out there. And I think that finding your coach is challenging. So while another program may work for somebody else, it may not work for you. And I think you can all say that, but I'm curious to know, because it's very common that coaches I'm talking to have invested in one, two, or even three other coaches. Like I joke with Haley, cause she's like, I had multiple and I literally never re-signed with any of them. Like the fact that I stayed with you is like mind blowing, you know? And so I think some of you can relate to that too. So whoever wants to go first, I'm just curious to know at what point w- when you were in FCA, were you like, okay, this is really different and here's why.
1: I can go. Um, <laughs> for me, it was literally week one. Um, and I, I say that, but it's not a joke, right? Like it was literally week one when I was, I got onboarded. It was the most seamless onboarding situation that had happened. And as like a, like as someone who's paying for something, that's a big deal when you are coming into a container and if it's immediately messy, you're immediately put off. You're like, this isn't good. like, how can I trust that this is going to work if it's already so disorganized on the back end, which I had experienced before. And this was so seamless and it was so just like you got everything at the time that you paid, like all that stuff was so just perfect and beautiful. And then you get into the course And it started. And I remember when I was talking to you, Taylor, this is like so funny to think back on. I was like, I cannot do another group program. Like I've done so many, it's not working. Like I need something else. And you were like, no, do this group program. Trust me. I was like, okay, whatever. Um, but I got in and on the first module, I remember thinking to myself, I was like, okay, this is like so basic. This is stuff that I've learned in all these other containers. Like what's different. But the fact that every single week just built onto each other more and more and more, like it was so progressive. It was just like fitness, right? Like we know that in fitness, you progress over time and you progressive overload and all that stuff. But in no container had I gotten that from a business perspective. And so this with how my brain works needs that incremental, like bread crumbing of, we are building on top of these foundations and creating something really solid that we can build on top of from there. That was when I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is exactly what I need. And this is exactly what I haven't found up until this point, just that organization, that flow and that ability to take you from something that seemingly is so basic and build to where it's something that's compounds and is so powerful. Like that
2: was crazy to me.
1: Katie, what about you?
0: I'm curious to know your experience because I I know you've taken other programs as well.
2: Yeah. I remember on my call with Mike saying, I cannot do another program that I get on these group calls and hear these same four questions asked every single week. Um, and I, you do a really great job of, that not happening. (laughs) Um, And like the the level of feedback that we get is so specific. When I first got in, I started looking at the previous call recordings and seeing you like looking at people's Instagrams and giving really specific feedback on their content. And that was a level of feedback I hadn't seen anywhere else. Um, so I think that was one of the biggest difference makers for me. And I also remember Mike saying, you know, she has this content thing. You can make 30 days of content in like 10 minutes. And I i had already signed up. I was like, yeah, okay. He's just like, really trying to like butter me up on the way out, <laughs> Um, but he, it was true. I was like, oh my God. And I needed that with the baby of it all. So that, that was awesome. It was true. It wasn't like in wait, hold yeah. on for $9 more. We'll give you. <laughs> exactly. um,
0: yeah. Uh Kayla, I want to ask you because I specifically remember Marley, it's funny. I don't think I really know your like coaching history, but I remember specifically with Kayla, you were telling me something about how Whoever you were working with was telling you to like do some workshop or something every single month, or I don't remember, but like, what's different? Like, what's different about this than that?
4: Yeah. So I was like, my previous coach had me launching a live workshop or like this challenge literally every other week. And when I tell you I was burned out, like I was so done with my business. I was like, this is, this is just not how I operate. I cannot keep like just promoting the same exact thing over and over again, the same exact way every single week. Because like, first off, people get tired of that. <laughs> you know, like my audience gets tired of, of that. And that's just, it was so draining for me personally. But not only that like i had been in other coaching containers too and everything in those other coaching containers was so cookie cutter too i felt like it was very much like you know here's all of your content to use for your launch fill in all the blanks or you know here's how you should run your business do it exactly like this and that's what I feel is so different with fca because it is really so personalized you know like like katie said like all of the feedback that you get is so personalized to you your personality how you want to run your business because it's it's not cookie cutter you know like you are given like this base foundation but how you want to build upon that is is on you and you know your personality and how you like to operate as a coach and that's what i really love about fca is that like it's like, again, like I said, it's not a cookie cutter program, like you are building a business that you want to build, not the business that your business coach has that you're just copying, pasting to your business. And that's, you know, was the biggest thing for me, because I need something that, you know, I really want to work in every single day. And with those, <laughs> with those other, those other coaching containers, I was like, I don't want to have to do this forever. Like, this is not me. And that's where, you know, I really felt like the
0: difference was. Yep. Marley, what about you? Is there anything that these ladies haven't mentioned?
3: So to piggyback off of what everyone was saying and to really tie it together, in different coaching containers, I felt like things were not specific to you or your business or your style of coaching. It was like, hey, do do cold DMs. You know, it was more about the number that you could get out than actually creating relationships with people. And just like how you created relationships with all of us in the DMs and through our content, this is what you have helped teach us to do. It's not just about putting out content, right? It's about creating relationships and telling people who you are and your story and what you do for your clients. And that's something that I felt like was really different in the framework for FCA because you took us through all the modules that had us get really specific and really granular about our themes that we go through on content and what things that we talk about that actually resonate back to those themes. So for me, that was a really integral moment because it wasn't just about putting content out. It was about putting things out that actually relate to your business specifically.
0: So you've all told me at this point, even if you were a little nervous I feel like Mike needs to be here. We've mentioned him so much. Everyone's like, who's Mike? I need to talk about Mike, but Mike is in, in 4%. So you get to actually hang out with Mike in 4%, but you just, he's just doing sales calls for FCA. Um, It's like, who's this Mike man that you guys keep talking about? Okay. So What is one thing, if anything, that surprised you? And I'm asking this because you all were sold on the container. You all seem to have been sold on me being your next coach or whatever. But is there anything that surprised you like pleasantly? Like, oh, I wasn't expecting it to be like that or in that way, right? Like, I know you said this, but I didn't know if you would follow through because you all kind of had some kind of trust issue. You know what I mean? So Katie, I'm going to start with you. I'm putting you on the spot first.
2: I actually think what surprised me most was the community aspect within there because that's something else I've never seen in a program before. People like legitimately celebrating when people had wins, which when I think about it, it's like if people aren't sharing wins and I hope my coach has people winning a lot, like I'm in the wrong spot if people aren't winning. So People sharing that and then people celebrating them, people setting up the co-working session. So I actually was like the most surprised by the community aspect because this can be really lonely. Like my husband pretends he gets it, but he doesn't get it. Like then I had other people that do.
0: You know, it's funny you say that. I was talking with the coaches about that earlier and I was like, you know, it's something that I've always strived for because and you guys have heard me say this, whether it's on podcasts or to you directly, but you know, I was never in a course. I've never taken a course. I've never taken a mastermind. I've never taken any kind of group program. I've always had a one-to-one mentor. And I don't necessarily love that. I think that when I was first starting out, it would have been so helpful to be involved in something like this. So when I was creating FCA, I was like, okay, people hate courses how can I make this something that people love? You know what I mean? Like, and I think the community is the missing part because I wanted to make sure that there was no shortage of me, right? But you know, when, when you start to see people saying like, okay, DM group call in an hour, I'm like, that's so cute. Like, I'm like, oh my God, I'm obsessed. Like you guys are like hanging out on Saturday mornings, writing content or like Monday nights, sending DMS. Like there's so much accountability from the group in FCA that the coaches are not even part of. Like, that's what I love about it, that you guys have felt comfortable enough. And then those of you that are obviously like in 4%, like you kind of have your core group with you. Like, you know what I mean? So you're not like in a new container where you're confused or whatever. So um okay someone else anything that surprised you in a good way or was better
3: than expected I would say something that I was surprised by would be the amount of like workbooks that we have you know like we had things that we could print out or that were PDFs that was like hey work on this because just like we tell our clients like you need more repetitions and more time doing those things to get better this was giving us that opportunity to spend more time on the different modules and on the different lessons to actually get better at it, at it. You weren't just like, here's this, get better. You were like, here's this, here's how to practice this and then you'll get better. There is definitely
0: homework. There is 1000% homework. Um, were you guys, was anyone surprised? And again, I'm, I'm saying surprised because Or maybe too good to be true, right? Like, is there anything that we quote sold you on that you were like, oh no, that wasn't bullshit. That was a real thing.
1: For me, it was the Slack channel. Like I have had containers where I was in the Slack channel before and you put something and it's just like radio silence from the coach. Like you get zero feedback on it. They say you're gonna get some like individual attention through that and it never happens. And there was not a single question that I ever put in there that you did not directly give me some feedback on.
0: Yep. Yep. So I want to kind of pivot into group coaching in general because you've all alluded to it, right? I think there's a, it just gets a really bad reputation, right? So I want you to specifically talk about the accessibility to me, because people worry because, oh, there's other coaches. And I do have, I try very, very hard to make sure every coach has a certain responsibility and they're not just mini me's, if that makes sense. Right. So I would love to know more about how you all felt supported by me in FCA.
1: I think there was absolutely no shortage of you. I've honestly got more of you than I ever expected to just because of my past experiences. Um, again, every single Slack message that I put on there went answered by you directly, unless it wasn't like a specific you question. Like if it was just like us talking as a community in there. Um, But even then you would still like throw up a black heart and that, I mean, that's a signature black heart. You'd still throw that up there. Um, So it's like, I know that your eyes are on it. I know that you're involved. I know that you're, Actually, invested in us doing well, which I hadn't gotten before.
3: Yeah. And I would say it's not like you just created modules and gave us these pre recorded videos, and we're like, okay, now utilize it. Because I've been in a coaching program before where that was the case where it's like, okay, they created this program and you got charged this amount. But then you never spoke to that coach again. They never, you know, kept up with your progress. They never really gave you any support outside of just, hey, I recorded these video- videos and modules and I gave you all the tools. So now go do it. So I feel like for me, that was something that was so different because I'm sure a lot of these ladies can agree that like we've been in group programs where they do things like that. And it, it's like, okay, well, what are we signing up for? because this is not the support that I thought that we were going to get from a group container.
0: And, you know, it's go ahead, Kayla.
4: Oh, sorry. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I mean, I, I can definitely second that too, because the first group coaching container that I was in, you know, there was a period of maybe like two or three months where I had never even met the coach who like built the program and i was like it it, i feel like she's kind of like a mystery (laughs) to me you know i was like who is this person and then she finally you know she did a a, an office hours call and i was like i kind of feel like that like i'm meeting her for the first time but i've been in her container for like three months now and that's not what it was like at all within FCA. like you know like haley said like your eyes are literally on everything and you're you know you're replying to Absolutely every question that we have, even if you know one of the other coaches have already answered it you're still giving your you know your two cents and your ideas and your thoughts on it, which I think is really great. Um, so I mean there is absolutely no shortage of you in FCA whatsoever.
0: I think that some of you are on the cusp of this edition, but if any of you utilize because some people really need like a checklist right like things to check off and so what what were your thoughts about having that asana board if, and if you're listening to this and you're like what the hell is asana it's a project management tool and so when you log into fca and get onboarded you're also added to a private project board that basically breaks down every single thing you need to do every single week so you can check things off um what are what who enjoyed that like for their brain yeah okay.
4: I- loves checklists.
0: Okay, cool. Well, I think that, you know, I I've heard, I've heard about other, you know, coaching containers where there's like so many modules, like hundreds where it's like impossible to even get through. And I, I try to make sure that there is no fat in FCA. Like I trim the fat to make sure that you're not wasting your time. Um, and this is, this is one question I want to ask you, or it could be whoever feels like they're like, yo, that relates to me nervous to invest because they don't feel like they have that much time in the week to actually give thinking like i don't know if i can actually invest in this because i i'm not ready to go all in or something like that did anyone feel like that
2: i actually said on my call like are these modules like pretty quick and to the point because i don't have hours to spend watching feature length films
0: Not feature-length films.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Don't have time for that. They were quick. They were to the point. And that was a concern for me going into it.
0: Yeah. I mean, okay. let me ask you this. Just really quick roundtable. I'll call on you and you give me a number. How many hours did you spend on FCA per week? Now, when I say on FCA, I mean attending the office hours, watching the modules, and doing the homework. Haley, how many hours? Maybe three or four. Harley. Harley.
3: I was going to say three.
0: Katie?
2: Definitely three.
0: Kayla? Like three or four. Okay. Now, obviously these ladies are telling you how many hours for the course. That does not mean implementation, which of course is going to take additional time, but I wanted to make sure this course was not a time suck because more time spent coaching in Slack is way more valuable to me than wasting your time on a module. And I remember something that I actually Redid before all of you guys started, but about a year and a half ago, all of the modules were one video and I broke all of them up. I re-recorded the entire thing and made them like baby videos. I was like, okay, what if somebody's like in the car or leaving work or on their lunch break? So I wanted to make sure that no video was longer than about 15 minutes. And so when you open up these modules, you'll see like multiple videos for one module. So it's very, very targeted. And then if you need to go back and review, you don't have to sift through the whole freaking video. You know, you can just go to it, click it, make your life easy. Um, Okay. This is gonna be a fun one because I have no idea what you guys are gonna say. (laughs) How would you (laughs) describe, you will not offend me. Nothing (laughs) Nothing is going to offend me by the way. How would you describe my coaching style in one or two sentences? Or words.
4: The right. put up or shut
0: up. <laughs> okay, Haley said put up or shut up. Marley, what's yours?
3: Uh, you have a very no bullshit approach.
0: No, okay, no bullshit. Yes. Katie, what about you?
3: Say so, as a
2: prior athlete, it was what I needed.
0: Kayla, how would you describe my coaching style?
4: I also said put up or shut up. I think
0: I said it at the same time as Haley. Dead, dead. Okay. So if, and that's where I want to talk about it. So, you know, my coaching style is is not obviously, you know, I don't know. I think I'm a little bit different than some coaches, but what I will say is just because you guys jokes aside, like put up or shut up. I'm pretty no bullshit. Yes. I know that. I also know how to cater what you need at the time right so if you're not ready for me to push you off a cliff i'm not going to push you off the cliff right and i think all of you have come to me on a private capacity telling me hey i'm having issues with xyz right and and it's not always like suck it up buttercup keep going so i would like to know if anyone is open to share maybe some something vulnerable about a sticking point they've had recently and how we kind of navigated that together because i do know that so many people are nervous because they're like oh god taylor is she's the she's the she's that and i don't think i'm ready for that right so i do want to kind
1: of see a different perspective from some of you i do think that at no point have you ever told me to just do something i don't think that's ever like i think that that's what people kind of perceive coaching as and even if it's no bullshit it's not Haley you're being a bitch suck it up like that has never ever been a conversation you know like that's something that I have a conversation with myself right like like you're just being a a baby like suck it up that's never ever happened um so even though you're direct and no bullshit it's never been that way um I mean even recently in our most recent conversation that we had you (laughs) told me to get that shit in your ear holes um (laughs) I was having a bit of a mindset block, but you were very like, hey, this is normal. This is natural. This is why this happens. Here is how we can direct our effort and our energy to something more productive. Let me know how that sounds. It was never just suck it up, do it, Haley. Um, So I like you're very direct and very no bullshit, but it's not like cutthroat in there at all.
0: And every client needs something a little bit different, right? So for example, Haley... I mean, I don't think any of you are like, I don't even know what I would classify. Week is not the right terminology, but I don't think any of you need coddling, right? But for example, I know that Katie's schedule is not Kayla's schedule, right? So I can't just tell uh, you know, Katie to not sleep for a night, right? Like that's never gonna happen. And so I know that Katie specifically her, when we talked about joining the mastermind, for example, You were like, listen, I want to build X, but I'm not willing to sacrifice Y knowing there's going to be some give or take. And so I'm curious to know, I know that you've just been in path 4% for like basically a month, but you know, how have you felt like, have I stayed true to my word on that? Right. Because I think that that's something to talk about for the, for the people that are new moms or parents and they're, they're worried about that.
2: Yeah, I agree with Haley 100%, even in my most recent check-in i said you know i am up every two hours right now like i don't have a ton of time and the brain power isn't there and like i feel like everything is basically falling apart um and i kind of anticipated you to say like uh, do you want to do this or not like just do it um but that's not at all you literally pointed out like these are the main things that we need to do and just broke it down very clearly and made it so much more approachable um So like, you're very, you definitely, to answer your question, stuck true to what you said. And you're very great at just keeping the main things, the main things and keeping us clear in one direction or keeping me clear in one direction.
0: Marley or Kayla, I feel like Marley, you're going to have maybe more to say on this, but how many of you have felt like you've had some kind of, I'll even say like mind fuck or just blockage or like low key Mentib, you know? And I've kept you level-headed when you have a hard time staying level-headed. Have any of you experienced that?
3: Oh gosh, you should know. So right as I was about to move to Denver, I was like, how am I supposed to do all of these things? And you were like, the problem is you're trying to do all of these things when all of these things are not actually the priority. You're like, these are the things that you actually need to do. These are the things you think you need to do, but don't actually need to do. And I know like I, I necessarily, I might not have wanted to hear that at the time, but a lot of times we make our own priorities so much different than like what they are or what they need to be. So I needed to hear that to be like, oh, okay. Like these are the three things I actually need to be doing. Why am I focusing so much on everything else and making my life a lot harder? And I know from there on out, it's been a lot easier because I've been like, I'm, I'm really like putting all this pressure on myself to do everything when that's not how it needs to be. So you really helped rein that in and helped me refocus, especially during a time where like moving is already stressful. So you're like, Hey, let's take some of the stress off your plate and actually just keep the things on your plate that you need to do. Not that you should be doing.
0: Yeah. 1000%. Um, how many, anyone else felt like they were on the verge of a little Minty B and we kind of leveled it out? No,
4: I was having, I, a think, I think for me, like, you know, like I said, I had quit my job. Right. And so like, I do have free time <laughs> to work on my business. And, you know, there was kind of a point for me where I was like, I have too much free time. Like, is this a problem? Like, what do I need to focus on? And you and the other coaches were like, you know xyz here your priorities this is what you need to do each week and that kind of helped me a lot because i was kind of getting like sucked into this thought process of like am i not doing enough like am i lazy like what's what's happening here like i feel like i shouldn't have all of this you know all of this time on my hands but in reality it was just need, needing to get my priorities straight needing to like you know, make sure that my schedule was working for me and my business instead of like, just not really knowing what to do on a day-to-day basis. So that got sorted out real quickly.
0: What would you say is the, I know there's probably a, a lot of things you all could say, but what is like the one piece of advice you could pass through this podcast that you learned in FCA? Like one thing you're like, you know what, this.
3: For me, it's showing up to do the work really like you're going to give us all the tools and resources, but if you're not ready to actually implement those things or take time to do them, it's not going to work for you. And I think that's what a lot of people want is they want those tools and resources and the knowledge, but then it's the implementation part that's going to get you to where you want to be. So if you're not ready to actually do the doing, I would say that FCA is not going to be for you, but I don't think any coaching container would be for you at that point.
1: Haley, what were you going to say?
3: I don't even remember what was the
1: question. Repeat.
0: She's like, wait, what? Repeat it? I was so <laughs> by what Marley was saying. What is the one piece of advice that's like really stuck with you? Maybe something I've said. Um, I know you guys get like phrases that I say stuck in your head sometime and you're like, okay, she said that to me once. I always go back to it. Is there anything that you've
1: replayed in your head? Absolutely. And I mean, you even said it at Dallas, but actually showing up as who you are and not trying to be someone else or something else, like really knowing yourself, your ideal client, and just showing up as who you really are.
0: Katie, what about you? What's the one thing that stood out?
2: be having all the data to go back and look at, which is funny because I talk to clients about that, but um, I'd never had that before and actually looked at numbers and then made decisions off of them. Uh, But it just makes it really simple. Like, am I DMing enough or am I not? Like, and then we have a a direction to go. (laughs) Yes. Isn't
0: it so crazy when you're like, wow, data-driven decision-making skills. And that's what I think is so different about FCA. And I know I'm biased because I created it, but you know, I really, every time I get a client that comes from another coaching container, I would say, generally speaking, there's never data to look at. So I don't know if people just aren't talking about emotional intelligence or financial literacy, or just building a business, but my, you know, kind of how Kayla mentioned too, like I've had these really big months, but I felt the most unstable that I ever had in my business because there wasn't stability. Right. And so it's like, when you see, because because Kayla, I'm sure people were making 10K, 15, 20K months in the program you were in. Probably if, if I had to guess, if you were hitting 10K, I'm sure somebody else is hitting, you know, something crazy too. And I don't know what their business looks like a year from now. You know what I mean? Like I want to see the after, after. So if you're saying zero to 10K in 90 days, sick, can you show me 375 days? Cause like what happened then? And so for those of you that are like, I learned to track data. I'm sitting here thinking, what are people settling for? And it's not your fault. You don't know because data sounds boring. Leadership sounds boring. Right. Um, Kayla, what about you? What's the one thing that I've said or taught you that's really stuck?
4: I think, you know, I can definitely back up everything that the other woman have said already, but for me, it's really been about like relationship building within the DMS because the other coaching containers were very, very cold DMS and, you know, like, oh, well, if they don't respond, then just don't message them again, you know, or if if they say no, don't message them again because it's a dead lead. And so, like, it's really about, like, building those relationships and, and nurturing them and treating them as people, you know, and caring <laughs> about them. Like, this is this is the first coaching container that really, really hones in on that, and I
0: really appreciate that. I wanna chat about future pacing and vision. So anyone who's confident, like I'm just, I would love to hear the vision for your business and it doesn't have to be a 10 year plan or anything crazy, but can you just tell me kind of like why you do what you do and what you want to do in the coaching space?
1: Um, yeah, so for me specifically, I do what I do because of my history with disordered eating, especially as a high level CrossFit athlete and in the CrossFit space, there aren't a ton of resources for women. There's a lot of resources for men, but not very many resources for women. And so for my vision for the business and the reason that I'm wanting to do what I want to do is I really want to make those resources accessible for all women including in CrossFit, to know that you can be strong and capable and that we can eat food. Um, and so making that a wide scale thing in this space um, and even overall goal, big goal, is the basically the Olympics of my world every year has a title, nutrition sponsor, and I want Strong as Hail to be that.
0: Very cool. Anyone else open to sharing their vision or why they
2: do what they do? Um, I can. I worked in healthcare and just saw how devastating metabolic disease was to our population. So that definitely was the driving force behind starting my own business. Um, and I'd love to see our population just moving in a healthier direction. And then my more personal why is I want to be home. I want to be home with my son. I want to have a business that allows me to do both. Um, I want to like keep him close to me until he's like running away screaming. So, um, <laughs> I feel like I get to have the best of both worlds doing this. Very cool. Very cool. Um,
0: I ask you that because. You know, you all have very different niches, you all have very different visions. And I brought that up because, you know, this is not a coaching container where I don't want to say we don't talk about money, but that wasn't the focal point. I don't know if any of you caught that, but there was never a module where I was like, okay, have you hit this much yet? Have you made this money yet? I know we're sharing wins and a lot of them are monetary and client focused. Of course, it's super exciting to talk about money for sure. Especially when you're like, you've never had X and you have X. It's so cool because you can't really brag about money with anyone else in your life. That's, that's kind of a thing that we do in the coaching container and that's it. Right. So can you guys tell me, um, either Marley or Kayla, you know, how that wasn't the focus, but it somehow ended up being like the great outcome that you wanted. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. I would say a lot of times the focus was more on how you were progressing and implementing things you were learning in the modules, like say content, right? Like a lot of us came in and we were like, wow, we didn't know how shitty we were at writing, writing our posts. Like I didn't know that I was so bad at like tying everything together. So for me, what was more important than just the monetary wins was like being able to get feedback on content and you be like, Hey, look at this growth I've seen in these specific areas. Look how you're able to connect the dots from what you've learned through all these modules. And that then translated to increasing your revenue, right? Like being able to connect with people. So I think that those wins were a really crucial part of the journey because you can make a ton of money, but it doesn't mean that you are actually having systems in place and doing the right things to get there. Just like, you know, Kayla said she was making good money, but it wasn't where she needed to be consistently.
0: Isn't it funny how I we keep going back to Kayla and her pay fulls but you all represent a different transformation, which is why you're all on this call. But, you know, I joke with Kayla because she represents so many people that I talk to seriously that are like, no, I don't want to join FCA because I've already had these months. And they're looking at the sales page because I don't advertise 10K months. I do mention Six Figure Foundation, but I do not promise that anyone is going to make a 10K month in FCA. That's just not what I do. And I would feel really gross doing that. So for Kayla to say, you know what, you're right, I do need this you have to put your ego aside for a second because I think she was in more of like a mastermind ish kind of a coaching container. I don't know if it was like a Kayla, was it like a course or was it more of a mastermind? It was,
4: it was like a course. It was like a
0: coaching container. Yeah. So I bring that up because I have conversations with so many people that assume because they've had X amount in pay in fulls or whatever, that they don't need FCA at all. They're beyond that. So can you tell me why you actually did need FCA?
4: Yeah, because my monthly recurring revenue was
0: shit. <laughs> like people are so fixated on these pay
4: full months. Yeah, because like you can't build a machine Expecting that you're going to have people paying in full every single month. Like, obviously like there's going to be slow months like that's just how it is in the fitness space right there's going to be these months where you know maybe you don't have any painfuls whatsoever what are you going to do if that's your only source of income and that's where i was like when we were first kind of talking together you know i realized like oh shit this is not the stability that i thought it was and it's the monthly recurring revenue that's going to give you that stability and so you know, talking with you about like increasing my monthly recurring revenue. I was like, this is actually what I need because this is going to give me that predictability and that safety that I need, especially just coming off of like quitting my full-time job.
0: It's a very delicate conversation that I have with a lot of coaches because I never want to come off in a way that's like, I know more, listen to me, because a lot of you were in coaching containers while we were in the DMs, or you've at least had one. And so you're thinking, well, if my coach is guiding me to painfuls, who are you to tell me that I should make less on a monthly basis, even if it is stable, right? And then you think about, okay, well, that actually makes a lot of sense. Let me, let me sit on that for a second. Um, But I wanted to to bring that in just because I do get so many people that question that. Um, Okay. One question I want to ask is about the success coaches, right? We've got two success coaches and then a third who is technically a sales coach. We're all in Slack every single day. I almost said in the DMS, we're all in Slack every single day. Did you ever feel like, Let's say they answered a question and I didn't. Did you ever think to yourself, it's not a Taylor response. Like, did any of you ever feel a lack of support from any of the coaches in FCA? Absolutely not. No. There's a lot of shaking heads. So, okay. I asked that because, you know, Katie, I know where you came from and I don't really know everyone else's history, but some of you came from coaching containers where, the success coaches or whatever you want to call them were really replacing the head coach who you didn't really get to see much of. So Katie, like, did you ever feel, did you ever feel that way in your previous container where it was almost like a treat if you if the head coach responded to you?
2: Honestly, I don't know if the head coach ever responded. Uh, That's like completely honest. (laughs) I like, can't think of a time that It was that person there. There. I
4: I can definitely attest to that. Like I said, like my first one, she hopped on an office hours call like three months in, and I was like, this is a treat. Like (laughs) I finally get to meet her, you know, but, you know, I've never felt like, oh, dang, Taylor didn't answer this one because like you're still everywhere. Like you're still all within Slack. You know, it's never like, you know, you're, you're absent at all and we're not getting that access to you.
0: Right. Right. Did you, let me just ask you this. Like, does FCA work? Did you get your return on investment? Like I talk about all the time, like, yes, no. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Within the first two months. <laughs>
2: yeah. Literally.
0: That's the question. Seriously. Right. Like, does it work? Can I be assured? Now I will say every single person on this call did the work. Right. And one thing that was a common thread with all of you is that I don't think there was ever a week that we did not communicate minimally once, if not more than once, right? Like you all showed up to office hours. You all showed up, you all did the homework, you all submitted. Um, I think if you're a warm body and a seat, it's not going to work for you as you all alluded to earlier. Um, and then, you know, finally, I would just say, can you all just tell me what's been the most rewarding part of getting your business where it's at today
1: um for me the most rewarding part is one I have <laughs> this is sad I have <laughs> this is so embarrassing <laughs> uh, I live and that I'm gonna give like a monetary value because this is just how in like impactful this is. I was, I had spent $40,000 on miscellaneous coaches before. I I kid you not. I kid you. That is how many I have invested in five coaches before. And I was still paying for one all the way through November. November was my last payment on my last one. Love that. Um, And in FCA, I had made that. Back. Like this year, I've already made more than that. Like that is insane to me that we've been working together since May. And I've already made more than that to pay off all of that shit that I had gotten myself into in and 70, not so far right this year, 68 or 70 K contracted for the year 68 right now. Yeah. Um, But the fact that I know that that is going to continue to grow and be stable is something that you cannot put a price on the fact that I look at my future now and I have the foundation to know that this business is going to be successful and it is going to continue to grow because of all of the things that we've put in play and all of the skills that I have learned through FCA you literally cannot put a price tag on that.
0: Kayla what about you?
4: I think the biggest thing for me is like not having that stress that I'm going to run out of my savings because I quit my job too soon. You know, it's like I can pay all the bills and then I can also, you know, do all of these other things that I want to do. Having that sort of like, it's like a weight off of your shoulders, you know, because I literally, I think I used maybe like maybe like $8,000 of my savings before, like after I quit my job before I signed up for FCA. And that was like half of what I had, honestly. (laughs) And I was like, oh fuck, you know? And then, so now to see that number like growing now instead of, you know, depleting, it's such a great feeling. And I, I feel safe within my business. And that's, this is the first time I've ever been able to say that.
3: Marley, what about you? I was going to say, you helped me gain just so much confidence and confidence in my own abilities as a coach. And then now I have the confidence to quit my full-time job. Just like Kayla was saying, she was like, what am I going to do? And to be able to be at that place after three years of doing coaching and working another job and feeling like that just was going to be my life forever. It's been really awesome to be able to know that I have all the tools. I have all the resources that I need to be able to take coaching full-time and not have to do both and feel so burnt out all the time. Because I know for a while that was me. I was just like, oh, I'm so burnt out. I have to do these two things. And now I know that I have everything that I need to get me to where I want to be and beyond that.
2: Katie, finish it out. Yeah, I think piggybacking on that confidence, I used to like if somebody asked what I did, I'd be like, eh, I'm a trainer person, or like a family member would ask, like, how my little thing was going. And I would just like change the subject. Like there was no, and now if someone asked me, I'm like, I'm a health coach. I have my own health coaching business. Like if a family member asks how it's going, it's going awesome. Like I'm helping so many people. Um, so that confidence to even just like talk about what I do um, is huge. Nice.
0: Awesome. Well, the last question is a joke, but not really. Did I pay any of you to get on this podcast and say nice things about me today? No,
1: <laughs> no. You did send me cookies when I joined 4%. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that is a gift. Don't tell you know, me joining us guys. Like don't, don't ruin the surprise. Um, I love cookies though.
4: Cookies are my favorite.
0: I did get a sweet treat. So <laughs> get a sweet treat. Yeah. That was like months ago at this point, but cool. Oh. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for hopping on and saying all those nice things. And I really, again, just wanted this to be proof because none of you are like, I went from zero to this in seven days. Like you all really worked very hard and you all had been trying for so freaking long. And that's what's so cool about this is, you know, you've all done really cool things like building a family, paying off debt. Like those are very real things that I I think, people assume are just not glamorous and sexy because I'm not the Lamborghini and Rolex coach, right? Um, Or champagne showers, like not a vibe here. So it's really cool to just hear how you're all doing exactly what you want to. And your business is an extension of you and it's supporting the life that you want to build. I think that's the most important thing. And I love that you all mentioned safety multiple times and stability. So anyway, thank you guys for hanging out with me. I hope this podcast episode gives you clarity on a look inside of Fitness Coach Academy. If you have any questions or want to see the full module breakdown or tutorial videos or just what the back end looks like, please don't hesitate to click on the link in the show notes and you can always send me a DM for further clarification. I want to give you a virtual high five for finishing another episode of the Taylor Hayes podcast. Love the episode, share it and tag me on Instagram. Have a question, my DMs are always open. Until next time, bye y'all.